Do you want to create your dream career? Today, we're talking about exploring your passion and your skill sets to create the dream career. Fitz shares how combining passion, skills, creativity, and ambition helped her to determine her path. She says, as the CEO of her business, she makes all of the choices. So please stick around and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited because I have Miss Fitz Kohler here. And I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, I do apologize. But she's going to be actually sharing us how to create your career and let you know that you have choices. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on Miss Fitz. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tanya. Very happy to be here. And I love talking not only about creating a career, but creating the dream career. Yes, and that's very important. So without we, uh, I know because 20 minutes does go by fast and I don't want to take out too much time of me talking about me, but let's tell us a little bit more about you and how this journey came about. Yeah, so I started teaching fitness in my teens at a local gym, went to college, University of Florida and got a job teaching fitness there. And then I started expanding it. And, uh, I, I taught fitness on a cruise ship in Europe and I, then I hosted a TV show. I taught fitness on television and, you know, it's interestingly enough, while I was doing that, I was still getting a degree in political science and I was planning to go to law school because I wanted to be governor. And I still would like to be governor of my great state of Florida, but, um, and my final semester of undergrad, I took some sort of career planning class, something of the sort. And the first thing the professor had us do was make a top 10 list of things we absolutely love doing just for leisure, things we're passionate about, top 10 things we hated to do. So interestingly enough, on my hate list, number one thing was sit down and number two was read. And what do attorneys do all day? They sit and read. And so I had one of those aha moments of, uh uh-oh, I'm going in the wrong direction Um, But on the flip side on my love list, top number one was sports and fitness. Number two was I love music. And number three, as cheesy as it sounds, was helping people. And so I had that aha moment of, oh my gosh, I'm already doing what I love to do. I just need to make a career out of this. I need to figure this out. So I, I started thinking, you know, what can I do with fitness? And I knew I didn't want to work at a gym. I didn't want to be that girl for the rest of my life. I didn't want to sell memberships or manage people. And, you know, quickly realized that there was never going to be an application that I could have filled out to bring me towards the career that was satisfying to me. There just wasn't something that existed. And I had to create a career based on the, based on the things that I was passionate about and the things that I was really good at. And so my skill set (laughs) is, believe it or not, even after those stumbles, my skill set is public speaking. I'm a compelling person. I I like to motivate. I'm the greatest cheerleader in the world. And I'm also someone who's very good at poking people in the chest and getting them to do the right thing. And so I created my own business, my own brand. It's Fitness. And I do what I love. I, I work in sports and fitness. And quite often there's music playing in the background. And most importantly, I get to help people 
And, uh, you know, this is what has worked for me, but those tenants of choosing things you love and you're good at are relevant to everybody. And so when I uh, go lecture to um, collegiate seniors, that's often what I do each semester is University of Florida or other places. But I ask them, what do you love to do? I make these students make a top three list for, <laughs> for time's sake. But you know, if you love cats and you love surfing, okay, well, you're going to create the very first surf camp for people and their cats. You know, I mean, there, there's some sort of opportunity that uh, provides you um, a means to make money, you know, not just a little money, but make an actual money that amount of money that provides you with a home and um, a vehicle and allows you to take your kids to Disney World once a year type thing. So, you know, you got to be creative and you got to be ambitious, but that, that's for starters where I ended up with a dream career and how you too can end up with a dream career. Right, right. Well, I do know, uh, listeners know that you are an author and you wrote a book yeah. and you really got down deep into some of the stuff that they don't share. So could you share with our listeners more about your book and how that became a, a uh, I guess, a chosen path for you as well? Sure. So, you know, via teaching fitness via mass media, it's always been TV books, radio, magazines. And uh, I only write when I have something to say. And in 2019, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, less than seven weeks after a clean mammogram, I found a lump. And it was a very fast and aggressive moving type of breast cancer. So we started chemo almost immediately. And what happened after that was, yeah. <laughs> could have been, it could have been titled adventures in breast cancer. But yeah, I decided that because I love my profession so much, I was not giving up one second of it. And so besides teaching fitness, I'm also a professional race announcer. I host some of the largest, most prestigious running events in the United States. And I'm constantly on a plane every weekend bouncing around the country. And no matter uh, what was going to happen with me with cancer, I decided I wasn't going to miss. So when chemo um, came into my body and then everything started leaving my body or going wrong with my body, I stayed the course. And, you know, it was interesting. My doctors, they never once said, don't get on a plane. They never once said, wear a mask. They said, we want you to live while you're fighting to live. We want you to truly live and enjoy each day as much as possible. So, um, I got on those planes and I got to those events. Now my events aren't small races. I host, for example, the Los Angeles marathon and on marathon day, they give me 25,000 athletes to, I'm, I'm the girl at the start line on a stage welcoming. I do and engage inform, entertain. And I manage, I'm really the voice of the event, the start. And then at the finish line, I'm the one there who's the most prominent cheerleader, the biggest voice welcoming everybody through mostly by name. And it was interesting when I would get on plane sick, because if you can imagine, imagine like a five month tequila hangover, that was just the start of my treatment, a five month solid tequila hangover. So it was uh, the, my story entails what it was like to be in those airports with my stomach exploding. And then, you know, what it's like to spend a night on a hotel bathroom floor, wake up, put on, put on your running shoes. Now, mind you, I wasn't running any of these races. I was just running at the mouth, but, you know, get off the hotel bathroom floor, you know, uh, wash my bald head, get on a stage with my bald head and then entertain the masses. And the great gift to having a profession that you're so passionate about is no matter how sick I was, the second I got on the, those stages, it was like, someone turned on my on switch and I became full force Fitz Kohler again. And it was such a relief 
in such a difficult trying time where everything was going wrong with me physically that I had this outlet where I could feel normal again for X amount of hours. It was, it was wonderful. And so the book details all of that. And for those, you know, who've not been through cancer, this book gives you all the nitty gritty details, the things nobody ever tells you. And what I love most are the people who have had cancer or are going through it now, they all identify with it and they say, oh my God, nobody ever talks about this. And this is what it was like for me. And I wish I had the book when I was diagnosed. So hopefully I can do some good with it. Right, right. Well, I know you're doing good because like you said, we, we, you actually like to, when you had the cancer, you never let it stop nope. you from doing what you want to do. Yep, and I, I think really that really comes down to how it all comes together with when you're choosing your career because you are the one who decides what you want to do and, and how you want to uh, tackle it. Am I correct? Yeah, I, I make all of the choices. And, and that's another thing for me is that I knew I had to be CEO of my business, right? I don't answer to almost anybody. And, and actually the only people I answer to are those I answer to by choice. And that's important. You know, when people are choosing a career, you think about, okay, you should work for whom you want, when you want, for the amount you want, ideally in the location you want. So you do have a lot of choices if you pick your profession wisely. And, and professions are different than jobs. Job I have to apologize. We're having a little glitch here. Zoom is uh, uh, not acting right with me here. Do you know where I was when I froze? You were talking about career choices. You were about to say, what's the difference between a job and a career? Good. Okay. All right. So we're stable now. If not, I'll switch to my cell phone if that needs to be done. Um, but yeah, there's a difference between a profession and a job. A job is something you do kind of temporarily to pay your bills. And then a profession is something that you pour your heart and soul into. You become as expert as you can through your education, through experience and practice, and you build a reputation on. And, you know, there's a difference between a profession and a job. And uh, this is definitely, I have chosen a profession and it means a lot to me that I do it uh, at a high level. Right, right. And I know like part of the speaking career and your book, it all entitled into your branding as you went forward. So you were able to find opportunities to enhance your career. Absolutely. And you know, what's interesting is way back in the day when I was 20, my mom, I remember uh, Everlast, the boxing gear company, when I, I used to be a competitive kickboxer. So they reached out, they would send me clothes for all my fights and clothes for other things when I was teaching on TV. But they had asked if I would do a presentation, a kickboxing presentation at the grand opening of a sports authority. <laughs> and uh, I said, sure. And they said in exchange, they were going to send me and a few of my sparring partners that would perform, send us all boxes of clothing. And my mom was really irritated. She's like, they're not giving you money. They should be giving you money. And now at this point, if I do something, people definitely have to give me money. But I was just new and starting out. And I understood the value of me being on a stage at a massive sports authority with the brand of Everlast, you know, I understood how potent it would be to have those brands on my resume and video footage of me working with them. And so, you know, if you're just starting out in a profession, ideally you will take every and any opportunity that comes your way. Sometimes it will be funded. Great. It should be. Sometimes it will be voluntary, voluntary because it benefits you specifically. And um, I have built a business off of building my business, starting small, continuously growing. And I, I gave tons of presentations for free to very small organizations. And that's why now 
I have worked as a paid spokesperson or speaker for corporations like Oakley, Office Depot, Disney, Tropicana, New York Life, Moffitt Cancer Center, you name it. They have chosen me to be a voice, not only because they know I'm damn good at it, I'm highly reputable, I never lie, sell snake oil, any of those things that other fitness people do, but they also know when I step on those stages, I am going to knock it out of the park. I only do that because I practiced, I practiced, practiced, practiced. Yeah, I love it. And and I want to always take a moment here to remind if you're picking up what Fitz is dropping and you're loving the nuggets that she's sharing, please give us a thumbs up. Let us know. Share us with some comments down there below. Maybe we can follow up and give some more insight that she has for you. So as we go diving down deeper, because like you said, you everything that you do is intentional. Yes. And that's the key point that a lot of people don't actually stop and say because like I said you had the cancer but you didn't let it stop you no so how do you set that intention for what you want and how do you create the path that you want to get that way so I, I think it definitely starts with having a passion you know for example if I was hired to paint things uh might never get done because I do not enjoy that it's just not what I want to do so I started with the thing that I love most and then you know, I have a long-term goal. I don't know if you remember the old uh, fitness instructor. I mean, at, at a basic term, Jack LaLanne, but he's considered the godfather of fitness. And I look at what he's accomplished and that's really where I want to go. You know, I've, I feel, even though I've talked to millions and millions of people all around the globe and I have so much on my resume, I don't yet have household name status. And uh, that bothers me, you know, when every knows who fitness and what fitness that means that I've reached them in some capacity and that drives me forward and so it's one thing to know what you love to do you have to set the bar what accomplished professionally so again for me it's household name status and not for me but knowing that if I accomplish that I can help as many people as possible for you it might be I want to be able to afford I want to be able to afford to buy a you know, a BMW XYZ or, or, you know, pay off the house, whatever it is, you have to have a goal, little goals on the way to get there. Right, right. I think that's so point. Like said, you, do you ever work the process? Because I, I, I've worked on different things. Do you ever work it from where you want to go and then work it back? Or how do you determine if you're in the right direction? Um, you know, it's interesting. Many years ago, I used to take every opportunity, right? And now I'm far more calculated. Now I say no. I say no to a lot of things. You know, people ask, Fitz, can you come do X, Y, Z? Um, you know, for example, people ask me to advertise my, what I do locally here in Gainesville, Florida. And I love being a resident here in Gainesville, Florida, but there really are no professional opportunities for me here. It's very limited. So I say, no, thank you. I don't go in the direction of trying to build my business locally because there's, there's not the budget for it, to be quite honest. And then there's also not the opportunity. There aren't national news outlets here where I could get on and do the work of helping millions. So I, I, I say no thank you, <laughs> right? Because uh, I don't need to practice anymore. I mean, I do practice because I, I work frequently, but I don't have to concern myself with freebies unless I'm passionate about a cause. And I'm constantly steering. Does this put me in front of a mass audience? Does this connect me with a important, powerful business that I may be able to do more business with? Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm deliberate and strategic. And as the other thing I have to be is besides being a really good fitness professional, which I believe I am, I've learned to be a really solid 
businesswoman and, you know, knowing when to say no, the negotiation skills. I mean, people pick on our president, but he wrote a book called The Art of the Deal. And I listened to it driving home from college one day. He wasn't in politics. He was just this genius business guy with the Midas touch. And I thought, all right, I'm going to learn from him. And he helped me become a better negotiator. I read a book called uh, Pushing the Envelope from Harvey McKay. And so it, it's important to learn from people who do certain things better than you are, because as much, you know, as a fitness professional, my job is to take care of people and do it with a smile on my face. Sometimes I poke people in the chest with a frown, but, you know, receiving or asking for money became, was very uncomfortable for me for a long time. Um, so it's interesting. I actually, I have formed my business. So other than people buying the book, which is a new thing, I don't take money from the individuals. The only people that pay my bills are corporations. So I know I negotiate a deal with a CEO or a meeting planner or a race director. They say, hey, Fitz, we're going to pay you X amount. Great. And then I can show up and I can give great information and I can take care of the individual with no money exchanged. And that feels really good for me. So again, it's customized, create a career. I've done it pretty well so far. I'm not perfect at it. And I'm still looking to others for guidance. Well, you're, you're, you're on the right track. And I I'm really want to thank you for being here. So I got two questions for you. One is, what's the one thing you want to leave the audience with? Um, you should focus on your health. It actually matters. You know, right now with this COVID issue, I'm going to call it, <laughs> um, people are, are more focused on hiding than health. And so hiding does not make you a healthy person. And you can wear a mask if you want to. But the one thing I'm disturbed by is I don't hear our national medical leaders um, saying, start building your immune system, devour lots of produce, get out and exercise. Instead of shutting gyms down, what our leaders should have said is every gym needs to be open 24 hours a day and every citizen should be required to get their butt out and get moving because that makes you strong and resilient. And so um, that's that's fitness to me. I think that's relevant to everybody. And you can find out more at fitness.com. That's F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S.com. But as far as careers go, you got to choose your passion or work becomes a burden. And for me, work is a pleasure. It's something I, I'm, I, I'm desperate to get back to as soon as the world opens back up again. Right, right. And number two question, and you already touched a little bit, is where can people find more information about you, your services, and your book? Absolutely. So fitness.com, that's F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S. And if you need a corporate speaker or um, uh, an MC, a host, any of those things, I work on a microphone. So I'd be happy to come make happy noise for you. And as well, I'm at fitness on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, visit me. I have tons of free resources for anyone trying to live better and live longer. And I think I'm kind of a fun gal, Tanya. I, I make it definitely, a good time. Definitely, yes. Yeah. And I, I truly like to communicate with people. So if you're listening to Tanya's show and you think, hey, I'd like to reach out to Fitz, please do. Yes, yes, please, please do. And, and I really want to thank you for being here. I know uh, I, I love your insight, your enthusiasm. So I hope, I hope people are grabbing hold of it because I, I, I got a hold of it. And I also want to remind everybody, everybody, that yes, feedback is always welcome. All of the uh, the links and the sites that uh, Fitz mentioned will be in the nuggets down there in the description box. So please make sure you hit the description box. Oh, open it up and see what we got down there. Uh, <laughs> remember, if you're enjoying the show, give us a like, give us a thumbs up, leave a comment down below. And also if you're enjoying all of the Fitz 
the insight that Fitz shared and you want more of the insight that folks are coming on and share, please consider hitting that subscribe button, please. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Me. So bye-bye for now. Hi, everyone. This is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free. And if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.